are elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, I'm Adam Pacitti from cultaholic.com and welcome to our post all in discussion. What a night of wrestling it was. Bollocks. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> oh, what's bollocks. That? Bollocks. Bollocks. What's that? Is that an alarm? It's a Huel alarm. That's your. Yeah, sorry, you've got a sponsorship from Huel now, I believe. Yes, I do not. <laughs> you know, you just get lost in the content sometimes. You need a lot to remember to eat. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, joined by <laughs> Ross, uh, the, the Huel ambassador for Cultaholic, and Jack, the. What would you ambassador? Tesco for? three pound meal deal. The, 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 the Milky Bar. Was oh, it Milky Bar, Milky Way that you get angry twirls, about? I like twirls. Twirls. Oh, no, what no, did you... in the podcast. Mm. Oh, apparently I bought 15 Milky Bars and got angry when she tried to charge me the correct amount. Yes. It's not true. Not a true story. What are we doing today, Adam? What are we doing today? We're going to talk about All In, which was, uh, I think, the general consensus and certainly our consensus is that it was fantastic. Yeah. Loved really, it. really, really enjoyed it. I think it was Ross on Twitter who described it as, what was it, like a... a Just a proper good variety show. Yeah. yeah something, something for everyone. everyone. Everybody yeah. watching would have been... Satisfied at one point or another, unless their name's Jim and Cornette. <laughs> but you know, some people are like it, aren't they? <laughs> no, I, I thought it was brilliant. I, I, I was very, I was really exhausted, and I went to bed knowing that I didn't have to do any real coverage for it until today. I went to bed um, before the final three matches, which I've since gone back and watched. But I sort of wish I I'd watched it them flew live. by. It really watch, did, right? Watching it live, it flew by. It didn't drag whatsoever. No, because Cody made a big deal. I was watching one of those uh, ten pounds of gold things. He's like. Don't worry about the length. We're going to take you on a on a journey, and that journey worked. Yeah. That, that wasn't bored or restless or anything. No, not at all. It? it was a weird thing where like everyone on that card felt like a massive star, which is something that I guess we'll talk about more in depth later. But we haven't really felt that in a long time. I, I don't know. With with WWE, it was like you're either in WWE where you're a star or you're elsewhere. And we're now seeing it with New Japan, we're seeing it with Ring Ring of Honor, but everyone on that card felt like we got their characters and they felt like a big deal, which was really cool. It was really cool. I liked it. Um, So we have some lovely pictures. Are we going to give them all at the end? We're going to do, yeah. So slot them in as we talk about the matching question. Are we going to go pitch alert? Well, we're going to do pitches for next year's. Right, right, right. So we're going to run down the card, we're going to talk about what we thought about each match, and then at the end we're going to do... A pitch each for next year's All In, which is definitely going to happen. You oh, heard it here first. We are breaking. Absolutely. Cody Rhodes has called us before. All In 2 is happening. Conrad Thompson just had a heart attack. And the main event is going to be CM Punk versus Adrian Neville. And it's going to be... Adrian Neville? Be huge, yeah. <laughs> Pack. Sorry, Pack. <laughs> 
Um, None so of that was true. Someone will watch this and be like, yeah, what? Yeah, they're going to tweet them and yeah. say we're misreporting. None of that's true, but it probably will be one next They've year. They've got right? to. They can't not. Maybe and sooner. Do you think it should be an I, annual thing? Um, yes, I do, but I think that the next, the, the spiritual successor will be that uh, show in Over Us Mini Weekend, the New Japan Ring of Honor show. The Madison Square Garden. I think one. that'll have a similar crowd. Not run by the same people, but a similar crowd. They should just yeah. start their own promotion, shouldn't they? They should. They really should. I don't know how that would work I with like it New being Japan. Loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jericho's Cruise is coming up as well. We've still not been there. Um, still, all that free public. No, can't be asked to talk about them. I'm disgusted. <laughs> disgusted. <laughs> all the publicity we have given them on the Cultaholic Wrestling podcast, and not even a, talking not even about a, the cruise. Have you been yeah, talking about it a lot? Every week, just about for the first sort of four or five months of the podcast. I bet Matthew's going. Yeah, but he does. But he gets invited along. Yeah, yeah. His own yeah. private cabin. Bastard. So let's talk about the pre-show. Uh, SoCal Uncensored defeated the Briscoes. I was in... surprised. Yeah. It, was a, it, was, um, it wasn't a title match, sorry, but but the champions lost. SoCal Uncensored mm. beat the Briscoes, which is surely going to lead to an actual title match. It was great. I really, really loved the match. I think Briscoes, um, their personal opinions aside, and some of the nasty things I said, I think they're two of the best heels in the business. Mm-hmm. I think they're such natural brilliant heels I thought this was Kazarian's second best performance of the weekend do you know what his best performance was I believe you're talking about his Papa Bunk um, jam session yeah, which yeah, is available yeah. on Fight TV he was on the bass guitar he was on the bass guitar so have you seen this me and Adam watched it late on Friday no oh. I think I've seen it the Young Bucks is that yeah I saw a little bit mm. thoughts it looked worth every penny that people paid to watch it. Yes, you could watch it uh, on demand or you could, I guess, buy a ticket when you were there. What were uh, some of your favourite songs that were performed by Too Papa Bugs? sweet me when, when you meet me. Too sweet me when you walk. I watched back. it for 30 seconds quite near the start and yeah. towards the end as well and he seemed to be playing the same song. On it was the occasions. same song. It was an hour and 10 minutes of the same <laughs> song but they would just change out one catchphrase for another. Super kick party. <laughs> Super kick <laughs> Which is a shock to me because you watch Being the Elite, he's got quite the repertoire. Old Papa Buck, yeah, he's got a few songs. He does all the music on there. Never gonna quit, no, never say die. I didn't hear that one. I didn't hear it. That's a good song, that one. The Elite. Yeah, it was long. So, Cullen Sands versus Brick. So, a really good way to kick things off. High energy, lots of near falls, and yeah, just a good match. Let's get on to the Battle Royal, which was uh, one of my favourite matches of the night. I think it's my favourite Battle Royal I've ever watched. I was literally about to say that. One of the best Battle Royals I've ever seen. I love the gimmick Battle Royale WrestleMania. Yeah, Yeah, fair. Just because of the names in that. But there's some unexpected people there. I don't think Bully Ray was announced. Tommy Dreamer wasn't announced. Bastard. Bully Ray, another great heel. Unbelievably good at what he does. So good. So, uh, Billy Gunn has a son who is as almost as large as Billy Gunn. Diddy Ass, I think his Ooh, name is. the same, didn't he? Diddy Ass. Yeah. With such yeah, yeah. bigger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, <laughs> thought, I thought it was me and Sam, as you'll see on our reactions when they go out, we thought that was Billy Gunn. We didn't realise they were It's about a foot shorter than Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn's a big lad, isn't he? Billy it? Gunn is the wrestler that I've, I've walked... I didn't meet him. I walk, He's the single... The scariest wrestler I've walked past in terms of, like, he's a large, lot larger than... what they're all saying, it. the wrestler's deceptively big... Especially Billy America. Gun. Yeah. Oh, Billy Gunn's massive. He's like a stone golem. He's huge. You can see why they wanted to push him unsuccessfully. Yes. But, <laughs> wow. Uh, so what happened in this match? I'm trying to think. There was loads that happened in this match. Immediately at the start, Bully Ray yanked an unsuspecting, a sort of innocuous-looking luchador out of the ring mm. and slammed him through a table and we forgot about him forever. I thought it was genius. I actually it did forget about yes, him as well. I wasn't thinking what happened to that. I just thought he's yeah. written off. Yeah, yeah. Um... There was so much that there was Billy Gunn and Billy Son doing all kinds of stuff. Billy Son. That's, that's me and Sam. Yeah, that's that's double N, obviously. Yeah, 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 that's great. Um, <laughs> great content. <laughs> um, 
Bubba Ray, Bully Ray was being just awful. There was a small, I didn't know who he was, I'll be honest, the small weedy man with the long hair. The sort of Colin Delaney of the match. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I didn't know who he small was either. Colin Delaney, though. Yeah, he's a yeah. very, but he had some cool spots. Yeah. He got an elimination, didn't he? I think he did. Um, Brian Cage, wasn't was it? Was it Brian Cage? Yeah. <laughs> was, it? was it Brian Cage? I'm not too sure. Cage was. was in at the end, but uh, he, had a, he had a big elimination, a big pop for him. Moose, Man, the crowd were hot. Moose was there. Um, Moose was boy. there, but eliminated first. Yeah, turned... Uh, Crap, isn't he? <laughs> you turned, don't like him anymore now he's heel turned heel on impact but couldn't resist getting himself over as a baby face in front of that he still do this stuff when he's a heel he shouldn't do he shouldn't no he shouldn't he should go for it and then no no I'm not yeah. going to give you what you want yeah you all want me to ruin this show with these chants <laughs> but I'm not going to let that happen uh, it all boiled down to hometown boy Colt Cabana and Bully Ray Bully Ray eliminated him everyone was like oh no and then oh, guess he was there Yes, this is honestly one of the best moments of the night. It was predictable, wasn't it? But it was still yeah. brilliant. Sometimes things don't need to be a massive surprise. I guess it was still a surprise, but once that bloke came in the ring, it's like, okay, there's only one person yeah. that's going to be. His name is not CM, CM. Punk. Oh, right. <laughs> um, imagine if he'd only been on the pre-show. It was Flip Gordon. Yeah. It was a great reveal. I liked the way it was. He hit him with a super kick, then revealed, and then eliminated him. Yeah. Great. Um, I thought that it was like... Me and Sam, you know when you think about something for too long and the obvious thing almost seems like it's not going to be obvious? We almost convinced ourselves that Flip wasn't going to win the Battle Royal and was going to cost Cody and turn like uber heel for costing Cody right. like, like in his moment and stuff. But I think this was for the best. Yeah, agreed. Uh, On to the main card. Matt Cross defeats MJF. My first time watching MJF. I'd seen what a, interviews with him before. I've seen interviews, yeah, but what a pretty moveset he's got. Mm. A lot of unique offense. Although his Burberry scarf means a completely different thing around these parts. Chava. Chava crew coming through. Smoking glue, glue. Smoking glue. Smoking dope, sniffing glue. Ha ha. This is why I was doing that on the little snippet you'd show before on the reactions. Oh, right. Yeah, people from Newcastle who wear Burberry. It's not a high thing. A lower lower class and a society. What an arsehole I sound like that. No, no, no. It's weird because Burberry's an expensive brand. It is, yeah, but it's Burberry and Burkhouse. People still wear that. That's like a 10 year old chap thing, isn't it? It Like 10 years. When we were at school, like the hard lads in primary school would often have like their older brother's Burberry cup or whatever. Right, gotcha. Burkhouse as well. Burkhouse, yeah. Uh, Overall, I just thought a really great match, but I want to get on to the next one. Went a little bit too long for me. A little bit too long. Yeah. It was the most standard face versus heel opener get the crowd happy with a baby face win yeah. and I think Matt Cross is severely underrated at times he's really really good he is I've seen him a few times at various different promotions around here and I always nice? thought he's good yeah yeah uh, really good really right. good he's not as old as his hair suggests is he how old is he I don't know I don't he think he's that old he was on the tough enough series where Austin was the judge yeah and was he was kicked off for being too good yeah <laughs> Essentially, yeah genuinely yeah. Yeah. so I didn't see this he'd gone. been training before and obviously nobody else had so he was told to go away. They were like, you've, you've taken this for granted. You've not been impressing as much as you should have. Go away. But he, he was just too good. He would have won if it was judged on actual wrestling ability. Because <laughs> he was mental. the only one who could actually wrestle. Cameron took over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Christopher Daniels versus Stephen Amell, which was one of my favorite matches of the night. Uh, Stephen Amell is... Un- he's a wrestler. Yeah, he's not. not. I was going to... Yeah, um... We were saying outside a moment ago, the best celebrity come wrestler that we've possibly ever seen I can't think of any offhand that have like uh, people have done cool things like yeah, Lawrence yeah. Taylor held his own yeah Bam Bam Snooky did a backflip for a bit yeah <laughs> um, who else uh, Mayweather was good that was a great match that with... was a good match there was a I've forgotten his name but there's a, a an Steve-O ex- Steve-O Steve-O yeah Jeremy Piven Bumper Machine Bumper Machine 
Have you seen it? He got Samoan spiked by Umaga, both yeah. him and Chris Pontius. Yeah, I saw that. And then straight away they're back up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, with wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Apparently there was going to be a match you were saying. It's but it's SummerSlam, they made the poster and everything where Umaga's on the beach and all the jackasses' heads are like poking up the sand. But then Ben Wall happened. And then. Right. Oh, I didn't think it was because of that. I assumed yeah, it was because Steve O and Pontius no soul. No, no. Completely no soul. Go and watch that. It's on YouTube I, after this. I thought it was three minute warning who battered them. That was Umaga. Oh, it was Umaga. Oh, yeah, of course Steve, it is. Steve, 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 Steve was legitimately injured by the splash. <laughs> was he? I think he landed on his throat or something. Oh, right. I remember him saying something about it, yeah. Oh. What a shame, man. But um, Stephen Amell. Yes, fantastic. There's a, I feel like I should mention as well, I've forgotten his name, though. There's a, an ex-American football player. Maybe he still plays football, I don't know. But in Impact, and he was class. Oh, he was, right. He was like Moose's like, mate. Was it the All the dreadlocks. Yeah, I can't All remember right. his name, but he was, he was really naturally good. Uh, I've not seen that. Not as good as Stephen Amell. No, I, I think we all thought this was going to be shenanigans mm. heavy. Where mm. There was going to be run-ins everywhere from various people. Maybe Neville. <laughs> um, but no, he actually, it was just a wrestling match. And it didn't feel at any point like Christopher Daniels was carrying him. He was obviously the ring general or whatever there. But it, it, like Amel was just great. The, mm. um, the coast to coast. Better than Shane McMahon. Yeah, it was. It was better than Shane McMahon. It really was. <laughs> the ropes scared me a little bit at times throughout this event. The ropes were a little bit wobbly, but yeah, no yeah. one actually fell, so it was all right. I loved the ring, me. It reminded me of WCW. Do you know how so? The, Simon said the, the noise it made when it... Uh, uh, right, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I thought overall the, the whole production setup was brilliant. They spent a lot. They said they had to withdraw like a bit of the plans they wanted to do for the production for the stage and whatnot. Really? Wonder I'd like to see was. what that was because it was like... It was still pyro in places, wasn't that? Yeah. A little bit here and there. Kenny Omega had the... Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought, just from just while we're on production, I thought that um, commentary were excellent. Yes. Oh, um, that Excelsior fella. My Excalibur. First. Excalibur. <laughs> <laughs> Excalibur. Well, that was the fir- first time I've heard of him. I was worried he was because he's, he's, he's one of the lads alongside like Joey Ryan and Super Dragon. Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs> who uh, founded PWG. He's like a, an, oh, LA, right, okay. an LA legend of wrestling and stuff. And I, when I saw him, I was like, oh no, he's on commentary because PWG has quite silly commentary at times. And I was like, I hope they treat this a bit more seriously. And they did. Uh, it wasn't, yeah. yeah, it was all good. Um, Every, everything especially uh, what, a week Don Callis yeah. is brilliant yeah. he makes everything feel really legit doesn't he yeah. he's very very good at treating it like an actual yes um, but yeah especially a week after Triple A and Triple uh, <laughs> A Mania it was a quite imagine a, a if he was there. what Vampiro <laughs> <laughs> Matthew was cacking his pants did apparently you, did you see his tweet yeah did he actually ask no, Phil no, no. I don't think oh, Vampiro right. was actually there was okay, he right. I, as far as I know he'll, I'm sure he'll <laughs> tune into the podcast <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I loved the match. The right result as well. Amel shouldn't have won. Yeah. I thought it would just be a, a cheap, a shenanigans inflicted win yeah, for Amel. But actually, it was just brilliant. Yeah. And he is going to be a part of my pitch for next year's later. Oh. So tune in for that. Kinky, that. Uh, next up, Tessa Blanchard defeats Madison Rain, Chelsea Green, and Britt Baker. I thought that before the match, this was one of the ones I was least excited for because unlike a lot of the matches, this had really no build. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, it's just a really thrown together match. But it was really good. It was. I think uh, a lot of people are talking uh, specifically about Chelsea Green. She's great. Uh, she was I didn't really realise how good she was. No, nor did I. She did the Zack Ryder thing, but yeah. a bit of a shout out to him. Yeah. But the best thing was her like, because I didn't know whether she'd come out in her old Impact gimmick of the scorned bride, but she did half. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and it was like a whole like, evil side of her and a good side of her and stuff. And just 
and wrestled well as well. Yeah, great character. I I really really love Tessa Blanchard. I think she's. Um, I tweeted this, but I I think she has literally everything to be massive. Like she's already a big yeah. deal. I think she's Impact Women's Champion. You she just won it last week. Yeah. Um, but I really do think. They've in already like let five her go time, once NXT. She was in there for a, for a hiccup, right? and then she was let go. She was in the May Young Classic. She, she, she was with uh, what culture wasn't she? She did a few matches. She there, did. Yeah. She was she was um, really great then, but she's got even better. I know people are a bit like it's a bit unimaginative to put real life couples in mixed tag matches, and mm. we did that with back in the day with Osprey and B against Ricochet yeah, and Tessa yeah. but that match was really entertaining and really fun mm-hmm. and it made me realise it was one of the first Tessa Blanchard matches I'd seen and I was like oh she's really good yeah she is good she is no overall just a brilliant I like uh, Madison Rain I thought was great as well yeah more experience all of them were yeah it was just a really really doctor Brittany well, <laughs> I didn't realise yeah. really yeah. she had a doctor gimmick but yeah, yeah. So she's an actual dentist isn't she is she yeah. oh was it dentistry Quali- qualified wait dentist, this is Adam yeah. Cole's Mrs. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, she's always going on about dentists. Always going on about dentists. I follow her on Instagram, I think. <laughs> uh, no, great match. And then uh, Cody Rhodes versus Nick Alders. In a match that, before I saw the promo packages, I was not that excited for. I'm not, I'm not the biggest uh, Nick Alders fan. I'm going right. to put it out there. I think... Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. He's done great in elevating the belt, which is something that Cody is certainly going to continue to do. But overall, you know what? I've never just... He's fine. I've always thought he was fine. But he was really good here. Yeah, he was. was You can see how he warms up. Go on. It's part of that 10 pounds of gold thing. This footage of him warming up in the ring. Some of the stuff he does for a man of his size. Should be impossible. Talk us through it. What's he doing? Headstands and flips over. Stuff that he doesn't do in matches. Well, you know, you don't see him doing headstands and flips and yeah. stuff like that. And that's just what he does when he warms nice. up. Sweet. No, it was uh, great. More but he's really boring, though, isn't he? So let's just cut the chase here. No. Boring, <laughs> man. When I've seen him before, you know what? I've seen him in Impact, and sometimes he hasn't been especially charismatic or exciting. But he's a wrestler's wrestler. Yeah, he? he is. Yeah. And he sort of epitomizes what that NWA belt was about. It was a very sensible decision in the end to put it on him because he, yeah. he, he, he was a he was a good champion. Oh, I'm sure Cody Yeah, I mean, I'd rather have seen him than Tim Storm take that belt into the... Yeah, that's a fair <laughs> point. Thank God he was there, though, big Tim. Was he there? Oh, he was, was, he was, he was flanking on. Was he part of the entourage? Oh, uh, oh right. fantastic. Because I saw Cody come out with DDP... Tommy Dreamer, I think Glacier. Yeah, yeah, Glacier. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I don't know. He was doing something on the. He was doing something at Starcast as well. Pharaoh was there. 
Pharaoh the dog, yeah. Huge pop, right? Pharaoh was terrified, bless it. Bless him. Bless Um, it. Brandy was there. Um, She did a great job in the match as well for her bit. Yeah, she did. Um, This was what surprised me, is that there were so many shenanigans in this match. This is the one that I wasn't expecting I loved it, because it was was proper throwback cheesy drama, which is like you don't see it anymore these days. I didn't... I never like work shoot stuff when it's like this. I didn't like the work shoot injury for Cody. Right. Knocked out and it'll happen. It was like, yeah, for yeah. ages. But it, you know, it, it helped Cody. His comeback was really entertaining. It, yeah. And he was bleeding and he was all firing up and stuff and it was good. I don't know. I Cody's such a great seller and the the promo following the match when he won or the sorry the, the celebration rather when he after he won just felt like the most sincere. Yeah brilliant touching thing and yeah. probably because it was sincere yeah, like, yeah. I, I get the impression that, that actually just meant like such a huge yeah. deal not just that he's won the belt but that he's done what his dad did in that like he's made this big even if it only is a one night thing we look back on it and go wasn't that great he's made this big thing that isn't WWE he's the other side of the coin and he's now like the symbol of it and it's just fantastic yeah it is the uh, the finish I thought was great well you we, would have loved the finish well apparently <laughs> this wasn't a, an homage to SummerSlam 1992 no. this was how Dusty won his first uh, NWA right, championship at right. our show almost to the day 39 years beforehand right. well, that's is, really cool yeah I, re- didn't, I didn't realise that I didn't think it was a direct um, Bulldog Bret Hart homage I thought it was more of just a general old school NWA style finish yeah which I'm guessing Bret Hart's a lot influenced by as well but I loved how sudden it was as well yes <clears throat> yeah it was cool rarely see that these I, days it, it surprised me so much that I didn't even because I don't like watching Earl Hebner matches because I know his tick his like, promo his... was outstanding talk us through it Ross because it was I mean what, he was what can you see I don't think he man. can talk you through it bless his <laughs> no. cotton socks I think he got a bit of bit of stage fright, which we all would. I'm yeah, sure, he doesn't. Ten thousand people, but bless him. Up next was Hangman Page defeating Joey Janela. My, my favorite match until a certain point of the night. Okay, okay, go on. I just loved everything about the match itself. It was loved, really fun. Yeah, the cracker barrel rolling about the ring. Oh, I love mm. the the fact that. Uh, George and I died twice. It's, oh, that table spot. Don't quite understand how he got up from the old thing off the stage and how he took the move that won the match in the end. Both table spots, in fact. There was the elbow drop uh, through the table and then the power bomb off the, uh, yeah. the entrance Yeah, which just was like the Spike Dudley like table bang, bang, on, bang the on the back there. There was a, um, a yeah. burning hammer onto a ladder. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just... And you had Penelope Ford, which was my first exposure to her. She was great. She, yeah, Batwoman, she Stone Cold Steve Austin, whatever I call Catwoman. Insane. It was amazing. Snooky yeah. eat your heart out. Yeah, she was, she was better. Than, <laughs> yeah, she was better. She did than a stunner, didn't she? As well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she did yeah. do a stunner. Yeah. Um, I list. Speaking of, this is a, that's too good a segue. I've, I've called attention to it now. But I listened to Janella recently on Austin's podcast, mm-hmm. and Austin's like, "So have you ever had many injuries and stuff?" And he's like, "No, I understand that it's going to be really bad when I'm older. Like my body's going to hurt a lot when I'm older, but." I'm living my dream and I'm doing it the way I wanted to and stuff. And Austin was like, no, I get that. And then he said, have you had any serious injuries in your career? And he was like, no. (laughs) And he was like, I broke my thumb once when I got put, you know, you've seen the famous bump when um, I think it's the CZW guy chucks him, jumps off a roof with him into the back of a truck and he broke his thumb or something. (laughs) (laughs) The luckiest man in wrestling. Jesus. I think he's just one of those people like Jeff Hardy who has a knack for not getting too injured despite crazy stuff. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, just uh, there's loads to talk about in this match. Like just the the amount of stuff they used, but I think we should probably talk about what happened after the match. Well, all through the match, there were little reminders of the story was kind of Hangman Page has committed a murder on being the elite and killed Joey Ryan. Mm-hmm. And in this match, 
he was getting more and more evil as the match went through. It was like, oh, he's really trying to kill Joey Janela with these ridiculous spots. Until by the end, he was fully evil. And then, of course... The Go cowboy dong. boots came out. <laughs> yeah. So he, he actually admitted to the murder at the press conference, the yes. weigh-in, which was a big step because, you know, we've not been too sure who did it until now. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. The phone was... The phone the came out, which is what he killed yeah. Joey with in and the then first place. Out comes, <laughs> out comes Joey Ryan with his... Undertaker-inspired penis druids. <laughs> Fluids. Um, which was... Um, yeah, uh, really, a, a lot of people were still down on this. Uh, you know, I like that bit. I liked it as well. The, 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 the sort of nod to the Undertaker. You don't see that anywhere else, do you? I don't think we have before. Have we the sort of parody of the druids? I thought no. it was funny. I thought it was going to be a John Up Cena and... thing at first. You know, when the, all the, the cocks were, like, lining <laughs> up. And yeah, you know, the, the WrestleMania entrance. Then he comes running through. <laughs> And then they take, they carried him away as well. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty oh, inflatable yes. cocks carrying a man. Only yeah. in wrestling, though. To me, it was just, it was just fun. Yeah, it was really enjoyable, I silly, like, and. I thought this is a good point, like to talk about the the structure of the card, because everyone was like, "Oh, Cody Nicholas isn't main eventing," mm. but we had the big emotional thing at the sort of halfway through, kind of bit maybe a bit before halfway through with Cody winning, and then. You know this hardcore match, street fight thing, and then it, it totally like refreshed everything. The comedy, you know, yeah. it did, we didn't have a big emotional moment, and then everyone was burned out. I think it refreshed everything, and everyone was like, "Oh, wasn't that funny?" Time for some more yeah. good wrestling. A palate cleanser of a match. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Cleansed by cock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was followed by perhaps match of the night. Oh, did you really like this? I, I thought it was good, it. but I don't think it was. Oh, went, went, went a bit through the motions. No, I enjoyed it. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. Oh, oh, sorry, no. Oh. I, I've skipped one here. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So you didn't think this was match of the night? Yeah. <laughs> Jay Lethal versus Flip Gordon. Which Flip, still... of course, who... Sorry for misreading that. Still good, though. It, it was... was still good. I, I, I wasn't... I loved seeing uh, Lethal do the um, savage stuff. Yeah. But I just felt it was a bit weird in this match. In I the world it, title match. Yeah, I thought it, yeah. it took uh, the attention away from Flip, who just had this amazing... Yeah, it should. And it was uh, a bit too much comedy in yeah. this for me. It was still yeah. good. We had Brandy coming back. Costume change. Now yes. she's like a soldier. Um, we had Lanny Poffo, who I was Leaping not... Leaping Lanny Poffo. Yeah, didn't yeah. do a poem, did he? No. no. That's all that was missing from the night. Yeah. <laughs> I love Lanny. Yeah, yeah, I think he's a great promo guy. I loved uh, genius. Used to wind me up like a maniac as a kid. Oh, in a good way. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. He'd suck himself off. Yeah, he's got a big old, big old dong, hasn't he? We just mentioned. Yep, right. Blackjack Mulligan apparently said, "Go on, prove it." In the showers, so he did it in front of Blackjack Mulligan. Flaccid. I don't know. I wasn't there. So this match was, um, <laughs> yeah, this match was was fun. But I agree. I think the attention should have all been about Flip. I don't think Flip should have won. No. Flip had his moment earlier yeah, in yeah. the night. Um, but yeah, it was it was okay. It, I was, think, it was good. Yes, and I think that it's one of the it's a good step for Flip in that Flip. I've said it like this before. You know how people who don't really know about Osprey and Ricochet criticize them for not having good psychology or whatever. Yeah, they're too flippy. They don't know how to tell a story, even though both of them are brilliant at telling a story, as we've seen now. Uh, Flip, you, you could say the criticism is a little bit more on point if you have that argument about him. Sure, but I think he's not. You know, he's not that. He's quite new to the business, mm-hmm. and I think he'll just continue to improve. And I think this was a good opponent for him, Jay Lethal, for for someone to show that he can actually wrestle a match and tell a story as well. Agreed. Yeah, but but, it, but it, yeah, but I don't think it was match of the night as no. an accidentally. Suggest. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> On to the worst match of the night: Kenny Omega <laughs> defeating Pentagon. They battered. Yeah, yeah, it was mental. Yeah, it was. There was um, a lot of big chops. 
Because which is what I thought when I saw this match was announced. I was like, well, they're going to hit each other really hard. A um, lot of big did. chops. A lot of big. Did you notice that a lot of the package power drivers actually did touch the heads? Did the one on the it. apron? Had <gasps> nice spewed. Oh, it was bad. Um, but they kept wrestling. Um, Kenny Omega did a spinning one, which was again quite. He did a lot of knees to the Omega. He loves which a V-trigger. Like which looked like it hurt. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then Pentagon broke his arm, and yeah. luckily, because often the other wrestler kind of forgets to sell it properly throughout the match, but uh, Omega did kind of sell the broken arm better than a lot of people do in sure. that when he hit the one-winged angel he used his other hand to drag his head down into the move which was genius it was affected a bit by the fact I think that no one realistically thought he was going to lose and he didn't but I think it was still really good it was I I think it could have gone on a little bit longer well we'll talk about run times I yeah. guess um, I that, well, that, that segues nicely into Okada versus Skrull, which was apparently not meant to go on for as long as it did. I think it went on for about 26, 26 minutes. I just looked there, 26 minutes. But it was my match of the night. I loved it. Yeah, I, it was up there for me as well. Just pipped because I like shenanigans. This yeah. was a good match because I had Marty had you believe and he was going to do it. Yes. Which was the point of the match, I guess. Yeah, totally. Nobody thought he would. And by sort yeah. of midway into the match, it was like, oh, okay, he's actually got a chance here. This could happen. It had one of the best near falls of 2018. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the Marty's Ray Maker. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought he'd won it at that point. I was like, oh my God. It had some, it just had loads of moments. It started off, I enjoyed the stuff at the start when Marty's trying to shoulder block him down, shoulder tackle him down. And he goes, will you do it then? And Okada does it. And Marty just goes, bang, just out on the floor. I liked the Omega thing where he was getting really cocky. Uh, Omega. Okada thing where he's getting really cocky. Did 205 with his hands and then Skull grabbed the fingers into the finger break spot. It was really well put together. It was like a New Japan match. Um, Just a bit long. But it did say, You, you yeah. don't want an Okada match going short, but no. of course it sort of messed things up for the main. It did. Uh, uh, oh, we should mention as well that obviously Okada did win. Yes. Several Raymakers. But Mai looked like, ironically, a hero, mm-hmm. not a villain. Ooh. Because he kept on, kept on being like, come on then, come on. And then he was like, he wouldn't be put away. And then eventually he was put away. But I don't know if this match should get all the blame it has for because there was other stuff on the night that could have gone shorter. I think I don't know. If yeah, Matt Cross MJF. stands yeah, out to me. Um, two first matches for me went a bit too long. Yeah, Daniels and Mel could have been a bit shorter. I think as Rey well. Mysterio could have come out on his music rather than waiting two minutes. <laughs> <before he came laughs> That's what he does. Yeah, it is what he does. Gimmick now. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I've never been the biggest Marty Skrull fan. Right. I like Skrull. Um, I don't quite understand his character okay, yeah. all the time and he's got a lot of cool character traits and he's got certainly great merchandise stuff uh, and he's got the coolest entrance and I just never got it it felt to me always like it was a load of cool stuff thrown it's together like if, if you asked your teenage relative design yourself as a wrestler and he just takes all the coolest stuff you can yeah exactly on. and but then it's that but in real life yeah and yeah. this changed my opinion on him right because I thought it was it was brilliant and I thought he played his role perfectly in this yeah, uh, yeah great match but then we get to the golden elite defeating Rey Mysterio, Phoenix, and Bandido um, in a match that went really short, of course, and did, yeah. uh, what was it, 12 minutes? About that, yeah, yeah. Blink and you miss Which it in both senses. Still a decent moment. chunk of time, but it's... Oh, yeah. And the fit, they got all of the oh. shit in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, all over the place. It was a sprint. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, that Bandido is good, isn't he? He is. He's, um, he's like... I'd heard stuff about him beforehand. This is the first Bandido match I've seen, okay. and it was crazy. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, the finish was really abrupt. Everyone was like, whoa. It was apparently somebody was the timekeeper banging on the yeah. ring. That's go three, home, three go seconds home. to go. I think they said in the post-match Jesus. thing. Well, when they were like, an, a, an abrupt ending on the, yeah. it just sort of faded. We'll catch you on Nitro next week. Yeah. The, yeah, right. I think Ibushi messed the finish up because he was supposed to cut the guy off, breaking off the tag, so they had right. to do the, the second Meltzer driver. 
gotcha. finish it off. That's mm. what I saw from it anyway. Yeah, yeah. It was a uh, it was a shame it went short, but still yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, I thought like what's they've been really clever here because what's the best way to send a crowd of smarks home, Happy? Give them loads of flips. <laughs> Just give them yep. loads of work rate, and it's what happened. Um, I think it was like that. One of my biggest takeaways from the show, honestly, was was how much the the spotlight was not just on Bullet Club because I was worried it was going to turn into a Bullet Club fest because mm-hmm. Cody's in the title match, Young Bucks are in the main event and all this sort of stuff. But Cody wasn't, you know, Cody was low down the card and had a massive moment. The Young Bucks match went short and I just think it was good that I've came away from it enjoying almost the other wrestlers more than the Bullet Club ones. Sure. Is that just, do you think you, it's because you've been introduced to new people who you're unfamiliar with? Yeah. Stephen Amell. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe it is because of that, but it gave them a platform to do so as well. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, so, yeah, it would have been nice to see the after show stuff on the broadcast. I'm the not speech. sure if that was, yeah, because mm. I've seen it online since I'm sure a lot of you guys have. Um, and it was very touching and mm. very, very exciting. And hints at an all in two. Which brings us to our closing segment, which is uh, a pitch from each of us for all in 2019. Mm. Should or 2018, if they do one in December. Who Whoa. Is that the rumour, is it? No, I made that up. Oh. Sorry. Breaking news here at Cultaholic, <laughs> all into December the 18th. Before <laughs> Christmas. Uh, Jack, do you want to start? Yeah. I think that the match next year, whether it be for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship or not, should be Cody versus Flip. Yeah. And I think by this point, Flip should be heel. Oh. I think because, yeah, because you might have noticed him and Brandy are friends, mm. like Kurt Angle and Stephanie McMahon back in 2000. And I think that Flip should be like a Kurt Angle heel, like a dork, pretends he means well, but he's actually a bit of a snake. And I think that it should be him versus Cody. And because of there's all this resentment as well, be- which Flip's never, Flip's always taken it all in kayfabe. Like the the books and Cody and stuff have always hazed him and been like, oh, this new kid and stuff like that. And then they deliberately kept him off all in until he won the, you know, until he won the Battle Royal. So I think if Flip snapped, and suddenly went, no, I've hated you, so you've never given me a shot and all this mm-hmm. sort of stuff. I think that would be really good. Agree. I'm all for it. Oh, cheers. Who should in. win that? I'm all in. I think that um, if it was their first match, then Flip should win, and then Cody should get a win after. If it's not, oh, if it's for the belt, then, if, if it's belt. for the belt, then Cody should win. Yeah, if it's not for the belt, Flip should win. I think Cody needs to hold that for Maybe, years. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ages. Ross. Yes, I agree. Cheers. Cool. I don't know what else to say. Thank you. Uh, your pitch for next year's all in. Uh, Alpha Omega 2, like singles no, matches, because we're going to see... Uh, the Alpha Club versus the Bullet Club on the Jericho Cruise. We've never mentioned the Jericho. Yeah. Oh God! Jericho oh. came back, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Oh, should we? I loved how he did it. No, no, no it's okay. No, yeah. closet, I can't believe we forgot about a that. Closet full of every single Shades wrestler's attire else. in Chris Jericho's house, and he just goes, "Oh, there's one for this." Dude. Yeah, and he in there. He, did well, didn't he? Jericho's yeah, it was great. He played a gig that, that night as well. He flew He's on in, a private plane. Flew in at hot. I think he said he got there at half past five. Sat in the young book's office and then did the thing and then jetted straight off again in a private Amazing. jet to where he's. No, it's a great reveal. Great yeah. reveal. Yeah. Very exciting to see. Jericho's Jericho great at visual stuff. Yes, and that was a great one because um, the lights were down for so long that I thought it was obviously yeah. thought it was punk. I was like, this is a long, like power outage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when it came back up, obviously nothing had changed and then we realised me and Sam think that it's Sammy Callahan on the reactions video which I hope he can oh, really? Like, it's bloody Sammy Callahan <laughs> <laughs> aged about 30 years um, yeah. n- to me like there, there are a lot of people saying online that um, they would have been disappointed had the big surprise not being punk or not being Neville but I thought this was great yeah same yeah, not yeah, saw same. it coming did they uh, absolutely it's a show that didn't need those two yeah. guys yeah um, 
Sorry, your pitch. Uh, so is... yeah, he came back just to plug his cruise. I think that was the main gist of the appearances. Mm. Hello, see on the cruise we're going to see Alpha Club, which is Jericho and the Young Bucks versus Bullet Club, which is Kenny, Cody, and Marty. I think. Yeah, I think I've got that right. So next year, just because of this attack and maybe shenanigans will happen on the cruise, get pissed or something and vomit. <laughs> <laughs> rub Classic his, rub story. Rub his face in it, yeah. They'll hark back to that with an all-in two rematch. Is someone going to get chucked overboard on the cruise show? Very dangerous. The, the ring's inside. Right. Oh, oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It well, I assume it's dangerous. It? I don't yeah, know if a cruise be. goes static for a little bit and they if could the, hook them out. If the cruise is, if the, if the boat's <laughs> not moving during the show... Yeah, which I'm guessing it will. I've be got nice. experience, by the way, of being on a cruise uh, and being being sick on. I was in Ibiza yeah, yeah. 2000. <laughs> I was on I was on the poop deck. I think that's what it's called, the bottom deck. Yeah, yeah. and someone from above spewed. Oh, that's like, like something in the in-betweeners or something. Yeah, the, the bottom deck went a bit further out than the top deck, so down it came right on top of my head. That's awful. So that's how they're going to set up Alpha Omega <laughs> Two. A cl- Jericho's going to have a rosses <laughs> and just spew on Kenny Omega's head. <laughs> uh, it's a yes from me again. Yeah, it's a yes for me too. But who do you think should win? Do you think Jericho should get a win? God, it depends what belt he's holding at the time. If mm. he's still the champion, yeah, yeah, that changes true. everything, doesn't it? Yeah. That's true. Champion it could be like WrestleMania six. Champion versus champion. Yeah. That'd be great. In the Continental world. Yeah. Um, mine is that Stephen and Mel should have a title match next oh, year because he's bloody earned it. A title in particular, or just a title match? You know what? Talking of Jericho, I think him and Mel would do. Great together yeah. for the IWG. God, there's G- people G- like Sam Driver having IT kittens title. at you saying that. No, I, I honestly, I the, the the biggest thing that I took away from all of this is that Stephen and Mel could actually wrestle. Yeah, which is probably not the the biggest thing that I should be taking away from it. But uh, I was just so unbelievably impressed, and I think you're in a position now that you could just book him as a wrestler, and he could have good matches yeah. with the right opponent, pretty much anywhere. And I think people are really behind him. But I, I don't know. I just I, I like Stephen and Mel now. I think he's a good guy. And a big <laughs> draw, especially, a great especially in a title match. Like, that's a big draw. Yeah. I like, I, again, I, oh, this has been a rubbish round. We've got no, it's great, good. Great ideas, everyone. Friends. Brilliant. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks very much. Great. He needs a few tune-ups, I think. Yeah. But, you know, we'll get there. Sweet. Well, this has been fun. Uh, yeah. A fun show, a fun round table. Uh, We've only gone 36 minutes. Have we? Yeah. Short that. Yeah. <laughs> Adam <laughs> Ross on wrestling, Jack the Jobber. What was that? You all swearing in. at people? That was my index finger. Oh, okay. Papal. Dragonizing. All in was good. Yeah, yeah great. That's, that's super, the takeaway from super all this. fantastic. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes search cultaholic wrestling news on apple spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from